to comfort me, or validate me, or tell me what my next move should be. But instead, he just said, Jesus Christ, again? I know, I said, I am the worst. No. No, he corrected me. Grad students. They're the worst. We said this together and laughed at the reference. I started pouring his beer and doling out a shot of bullet. Neat. Was it Mark? Stacy's Mark? I asked. Yeah, who else? Why do you think it was him? You know why I think it was him. We'd gone out together, just the three of us, celebrating Mark and Stacy's engagement. I was happy for them. I was. I am. They're a great couple. Perfect together. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't envious. Not of their engagement. Not exactly. It was their ability to be engaged. To be that sure about someone. To be that sure about anything. I want that. I want to be that sure of something. To think, yep, I've got that, I'm happy with that, and I will continue to be happy with that for the rest of my life. I don't even know how you do that. I don't think I know how to be that sure. We'd piled into a cab, and I'd ended up in the middle. I don't know how I ended up in the middle. I didn't mean to, I just did. We were drunk. And for a while it was fine, but then I started to feel aware, somehow, that I was touching Mark. Like, a lot of him. Our bodies were pressed against each other because, you know, small cab, and that that's fine, it's whatever, it happens, but then I felt his touch change. It became tentative, tender, tainted with longing. And I knew, I knew as sure as instinct, the way that you know you're hungry, the way that you know you're in danger, I knew that he wanted me as much or more than I wanted him. For a second, I could see the affair unfold, the hesitant touches, the trapped and longing glances, the inevitable, breathless, crushing conclusion. I could see it stretched before me, a bittersweet aria of lust and longing and doomed love. I would stay silent over drinks, devastated by the blue of his eyes. I would have dinner with the two of them and be haunted by the taste of his cock in the back of my throat. I would keep my mouth shut because they are better off together than he would be with me. My love has an expiration date, and theirs... theirs might actually last. I could see all this sweet, sad passion laid out before me in an instant, and all I could think was, Jesus Christ, not again. There are several reasons why I don't want to get married. So? Was it, Mark? No, I, I don't think that'll happen. It was just a vibe. Vibe? Nick smirks. You're so from Cali. Nick is from New Jersey, the Antifornia. I rolled my eyes at his taunt. Was it someone you hooked up with before? He sipped his whiskey. Yes, I admit guiltily. Oh, God. He sighs and looks at me. Please tell me it was Henry. Why Henry? I ask. Because you're not attached to him. Nick sipped his whiskey with a wry shake of his head. And it went so well before. Shut up. I rolled my eyes and blushed a little. 
Yes, I still blush sometimes. It had been two months before, and I was in Henry and Sarah's living room, and Henry was pouring me my fourth, fifth, eighth drink of the night. Sarah was out of town on business, and I'd run into Henry on the street. You'd be surprised just how often that happens in New York. Both of us were out running errands and didn't have plans for the rest of the night. You'd be surprised how rarely that happens. He invited me over for dinner. I make too much food when Sarah's gone, he told me, putting down a plate of gnocchi and balsamic strawberry pork chops. Henry is the kind of guy who makes this for dinner. He's not a chef. He just actually cooks. Like a grown-up. Henry and Sarah are the most grown-up friends I have. They both have real jobs. They cook real food. They live in a nice neighborhood in an apartment I'd stab someone for. They have a great marriage, one of those bulletproof partnerships of equals. The kind I've always wanted.